Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Okay, y'all, we are going to try something a little bit different. And I think we've been talking about doing this for a very long time, but we're starting a new sub-series. Is this what it is? Or is it like a sub-sub-sub-sub-sub-sub-series? I like adding in as many subs as possible, but I think it's just a double sub. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) And again, like we said, we've been talking about doing this for a while and it's a dream come true. And honestly, uh, I think I've been doing this as a way to make Annie watch this entire series that she's been able to go without her entire life, which is fine. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm seriously fine. It sounds like you are. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, but we're doing a viewing of hopefully all... <laughs> this is a yes. big venture of Sex and the City. Yes, we're going to do a whole uh, mini-series based on me making Annie and possibly guests yes. watch and get their reactions about sex and the city. I'm so excited, y'all. Oh, I'm so excited. I am too. I mean, you keep framing it as if you're forcing me. I, I'm excited. I think this will be fun. Also, you know what could be fun? If, if we got listeners involved, like maybe we get some really active fans. You want to join us for these viewing yes. parties? Get your reactions on here? That'd be great. This might really have to happen, y'all. Yeah. And so today we're going to start with episode one. And yeah, like we said, this is kind of uh, us being a new thing, uh, being a concept thing. We're probably going to switch around on how we're going to record it and what we're going to do to record it and and what you're going to hear and what you might not hear. And yeah, maybe doing a little uh, watch party with everyone because we love that. There may be even some additional things where 
I don't know, having guests that might know a lot more about the show than we do. I don't know. We're hoping <laughs> for that, like, we'll, we'll uh, send that vibe out. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I honestly, and I'm a little sad as actor Willie Garson just passed away. And of course, he was a huge part of the show playing Stanford Blatch. Um, and I think it was actually confirmed that he passed away from uh, pancreatic cancer, cancer and all of that. But, uh, you know, my heart hurts a little bit for sure because he's just a yeah. great staple and a great actor. And from what I can tell from everybody's testaments of him, he was just a good guy. Uh, so very sad about mm-hmm. that. But we also want to celebrate how amazing he did in the series, including the fact that, yes, he is there at the forefront at the episode one. He has been there. He will be there throughout our conversations about Sex in the City. And I believe he will be in a couple of the new series that's coming out. I'm not sure. I think there's discussion about how they're going to address uh, his death. But, you know, he's still going to be there. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to see it because he was a staple of the show. But yeah, so we're going to start out every beginning of the show, because since you have not really seen any of them, we are going to test your knowledge because a lot of people talk about Sex and the City and they have pretty, they have great uh, titles. So I'm going to give you the title mm-hmm. of the episode at the beginning. Okay. You're going to take a guess on what this specific episode is about and then we'll come okay. back and see how right or wrong you were. Oh, I'm so competitive. Okay. This is going to be good. All right. Um, And just as a reminder, we do have an episode on Sex and the City already. So if you want Mm -hmm. to hear a lot more details about the show specifically and the behind the scenes and just kind of the impact it had in our society, you should go take a listen. But uh, for now, we're just going to keep it lighthearted. Just go down this memory lane. Mm -hmm. It was created by Darren Starr. You have Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Cattrall, Kristen Davis, and Cynthia Nixon as the forefront. And we have all the men that come in and out of their lives. Uh, they have won many uh, Emmys, obviously, and uh, have gotten tons of accolades for their show. We know all about fashion. The little that I know about fashion <laughs> is probably from them. The little I knew about mm-hmm. sex came from them first. And also right. just my love of brunch. <laughs> it only enhanced that. Thank you. Um, And it did begin in 1998. So yes, all of the 90s glory. And I'm so excited to visit this. Oh, yeah. Also, there's, you know, just FYI, if we continue this out to the end, which I intend to do, there were 94 episodes. Yes. So, and that's not counting the movies and then the new HBO show. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be great. We will be visiting uh, all of the movies as well. Confession, though, I've only seen one of the movies. (gasps) The second one, I don't think I made it all the way through. So that'll be interesting. So we'll be in it kind of together. That'll be fun. So, And this is kind of a cheat, but the first episode, Annie, is titled Sex in the City. (laughs) (laughs) Blasphemous. Okay. Okay. Blaspheming young journalist Carrie Bradshaw goes out into the city and discusses sex with her friends and mishaps ensue. There you go. This is very vague. <laughs> Let me get something specific. <laughs> Samantha makes a crude comment while they're at a club and they discuss mm, some kind of like how guys are, are weird in some way. <laughs> well, there you go. So for this episode, since we're being introduced, do you know... Mm-hmm. There is a, a staple guy in here. 
Who makes that uh, appearance in the first episode? Well, I know Big is the big guy. Is that him? So is that you? That's your guess. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's three big loves. I uh-huh. think like she has many boyfriends, and I'm so excited to touch on all of them because they're so fantastic. Um, <laughs> each one of them have several boyfriends, uh, but she's the one that has at least three. I want to say that uh, Charlotte has at least two. Mm-hmm. Miranda has one big one uh, that we know of. And Samantha actually has kind of two, in my opinion. So Ooh. this is going to be fun. Interesting. This is fun. All right. Okay. Let's begin this. Let's, 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 okay. let's start watching. <laughs> let's do it. By the time you're an eligible man in your 30s, you feel like you're being devoured by women. Suddenly, the guys are holding all the chips. I call it the mid-30s power flip. No, I don't like that guy. (laughs) He is the epitome of the toxic bachelor. I mean, sex was incredible. But then he wanted to read me his poetry and go out to dinner. Oh, no. I don't know if I've ever had anybody try to read me poetry. I have, and I shut it down so hard that I still feel guilty about it to this day. So maybe you I was like, are this is going to be unbearably awkward. <laughs> we cannot do this. Please stop. To this day, I don't know what he thought about my elegant calves. <laughs> I no longer felt a thing for Kurt. After all these years, I finally saw him for what he was, a self-centered withholding creep who was still the best sex I ever had in my life. Oh However, so I was wrong. I did have a little experiment in mind. <laughs> I will tell you later. <laughs> However, I do find, so she only ends up doing the breaking the fourth wall, the first two, I think like one or two episodes, and then it uh-huh. finally stops. And it becomes more like realistic. Gorgeous. I, I don't uh-huh. know if they did this because like, I know there are some other series like uh, Malcolm in the Middle and, the, and all of that that did yeah. all of that. But she only did it for a couple of more episodes, like I said, and it was like, finally, thank you, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask because I was like, oh, this is interesting. Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. I don't understand that. You're such a nice guy. That's the problem. You know, I, I'm too nice, you know? He's too nice. I'm a romantic. He can't get laid. I just have the so much The nice feeling. guy trope. Are you sure you're not gay? No. Oh, so he must be gay. No, I, I'm saying <laughs> That's the That's only explanation. Because he doesn't objectify women. That means he's either too nice or gay. Right, Exactly. Don't you have any friends that you can hook me up with? No. Oh, no. They're too old for you. I like older women. I think this is Maybe. a terrible thing. I think we've talked about this before. Maybe my friend should not pressure people within your friend group to date. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, my friends know. If you want to stay friends with me, don't set me up with anybody that you like. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And if you try to set me up with someone you don't like, we're going to have issues on our own. Mm-hmm. And have a good time and promise to tell me everything. Oh, well, if you're lucky. Bye. All right, bye. I mean, would you want, I guess me, I, I guess it's the same thing with you and I being podcasters and being as open as we are. Would you want to be friends with a sex columnist that writes about you? Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it would be tough. I mean, I, I'm not outright opposed, but I think it'd be hard if she like, and in this, I'm imagining a she analyzed me and didn't right. tell me. Right. And then I read a column and it was like, 
she's clearly disturbed or something. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go out for brunch. And we're going to talk about what you wrote about me. (laughs) Yeah, we need to have a sit down. (laughs) Right. That men secretly hate pretty girls because they feel that they're the ones who rejected them in high school. I don't know if they, for the first episode, they really wanted to drive home what each character's persona was supposed to be. So they did, they went overboard in creating those types. Yeah. So like you have the angry feminist trope right here with Miranda arguing with everything Skipper does. Uh Oh. (laughs) Excuse me, is this your hand on my knee? Hand on my knee? Samantha had the kind of deluded self-confidence that caused men like Ross Perot to run for president. And it usually got her what she wanted. I love that that's the line they have for her. The deluded self-confidence that made Ross Perot run for president. I wonder, okay, listeners, I need to know, do y'all know who Ross Perot is? I'm I'm interested. Yes. Let us know. That would be an interesting poll. (laughs) Miranda told me later that she thought he was too nice, but that she was willing to overlook one flaw. What is too nice a bad thing? Because it's the 90s, and that's what they wanted to drill in. Be be forceful. Be intense. Exactly. Be a man. You know this. (laughs) No. I don't like it. It was in the height of toxic masculinity in every way. The 90s, like, we have to combat feminism. Mm-hmm. Be a man. So this is the iconic line from this show. Have you ever been in love? Have you ever been in love? Absolutely. Absolutely. Drives off. <laughs> You're like, wait, why? he just drives off? Why did the driver do that? I would be so mad at the driver. <laughs> the driver is like, ah, I know a dramatic moment when I see one. <laughs> We're going to do this. We got this just right. <laughs> Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Life is busy. There are so many things on your to-do list with so little time to do them. And you're always thinking about others' needs before thinking of your own. Trust me, we understand. Kim Crawford does too. That's why they're inviting you to experience Golden Hour, your chance to reclaim your time and laugh with your favorite people, play your favorite song on repeat, gaze outside your window and daydream about your wildest dreams, 
or celebrate your victories. No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because Golden Hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. So you do get points because, yes, they ended up going to a club. Samantha ended up saying something inappropriate. But that's what happened. Yes, Chris Snoff, Mr. Big, who we don't know. We never know his name until the final episode, by the way. Really? Uh, yeah. So. Ooh. Oh, I, that should be a running. I should have a guess every episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's going to enter? Who's coming? <laughs> well, no. What's his What's his? Oh, first you don't know name? his name. Oh, you're trying to figure out his name because you don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. You never really. I don't. I didn't know again until the very final episode. It doesn't really. They don't really say it either. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, those things did happen. So good job. Mm-hmm. She does talk to her friends about sex. So good yeah. job. That was a very, <laughs> that was pretty easy to guess, <laughs> I have to admit. <laughs> but as the pilot and the first episode for them, what do you think about the show so far? I really enjoyed it. I think there was a part of me that kept trying to imagine, like, if I had been watching it when it was on TV and I would have been much younger. But just even in college, like, I hadn't seen anything like that. For me, I remember the first time I watched True Blood, mm-hmm. which is very, very different. But but I, it was an HBO show and it had a lot of, like, sex and nudity. Right. <laughs> so I was like... <gasps> and so I was trying to imagine, like, what it would have meant to me to have seen this. I did really like the friendship aspect, like I said. I do agree with you that it was very, like... Samantha's the, you know, free sexual, <laughs> like very on the nose. But it's also interesting just, yeah, to revisit it now and be like, oh yeah, that was pretty, you know, toxic. Which we still have a lot of those mm-hmm. opinions and, and ideas around dating and women and men. And we're still discussing them on this very show. So it's just interesting. And of course, I did love the fashion. I did. Yeah. How could you not? <laughs> And I know you yeah. love looking at the technology. It's only oh, going to get technology. better. It's only oh, going to yes. get better uh, yes. as it continues because we will get to see all of the phones in play, all the cell phones in play, uh, yes. Blackberries, Palm Pilots. Fantastic. It's all in there. Oh, I'm so excited. Because, you know, we got to keep <laughs> up. Not that any of them are technical. Like, none of them are very technical in, in any way. But for some reason, it, of course, it pops up mm-hmm. as it comes through. But I'm very glad that we're going to go on this journey together because obviously my excitement for the entirety of the thing, and it's been a minute. I made sure not to rewatch it. I think it's mm-hmm. been a few years because I will get the notion to do so every few years. I'm like, I want to watch it again. Um, and I will, of course, go and pick and choose which episodes I like and don't like because some of these things get a little too real when it comes to mm-hmm. breakups and hurt feelings and hurt hearts. 
So it oh, doesn't have dude. a moment. Yeah, you're like, oh, uh-huh. no. <laughs> so I would, because I wouldn't be like, I can't take this right now. Or if I'm going through a bad breakup and I just want to be like, I just want something that makes me feel good about girlfriends. I just want to right. be my girlfriends. Then right. I might bypass some of the things. But being able to watch it with you is going to be quite a delight. Uh, especially, yeah. again, as we're revisiting things from tw- over 20 years ago, which... Yes. blows my mind to this point. Like we talk about Ross Perot and I'm like, I wonder if any of like, <laughs> I know we have a lot of 30 something listeners if they know who we're talking about and young, even younger mm-hmm. and why he was relevant at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and also just the changing of the attitudes and what we see. And yeah, some of the bad things that were of the 90s and early 2000s to today. And hopefully we'll be able to all kind of join together and watch just like that, and just like that, and see how they've changed and hopefully yeah. improved in their commentary mm-hmm. and what, and then just still at the same time have that spirit of girl love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited about this. And we're, we have a, like we said, we have a couple of things planned, maybe some guests, maybe some watch parties, gonna do some video reactions maybe, because yes, I've never seen any of these, so it's gonna be really fun. Um, and we would love to interact and hear from you listeners about this because I, I do think that that's going to make it all the better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited because I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Yes. And hopefully, you know, if you have the, the chance to watch along with us, it is on HBO Max now and it might be on other places, but definitely, you know. If you want, come along on this journey with us. Please. Yes, please. And of course, we always love hearing from you. If you would like to email us, you can, or email us stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You or on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Oh yeah, we're going to have Christina on too, y'all. Just so you oh, know. For she's going sure. to come on to this. Yes, for sure. (laughs) And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest, named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. 
Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.